Happy New Year everyone and uh, welcome to another episode of The Bit Effect. We had some grand ideas for this episode that didn't quite work out and I've had to edit it quite hard to get it to sound okay. So it's turned into a bit more of a blather than uh, uh, one of our normal episodes but I hope you guys enjoy. Hello and welcome to The Bit Effect. I'm your host Luke, and with me tonight are my good friends Craig. Hello! Dave! Howdy! And he's back, our resident Englishman, Mike! <laughs> good day to us. How are you doing, Mike? I'm good. I'm very good. I've returned from my hiatus, and I am here with you guys today. Thank God. Well, welcome back, me. In the words of Tychus Findlay... Hell, it's about time. Thank you, Betty. So, guys, Happy New Year. I hope everybody had a good festive break. Uh, I sat so long I grew mushrooms. Oh. What? Out oh. of me. Uh, uh, oh, okay. I put 60 hours into Monster Hunter in, like, four days. <laughs> Holy crap, Dave, that's... <laughs> it's really good. Game of the Year yeah. 2019, I think. Um, my highlight of between the 2018 Game of the Year episode and now has been starting Detroit, which is fantastic. And I wish I'd played it before Game of the Year episode was recorded. Is it as good it's as It's much Heavy better than Heavy Rain. It's much slicker. Um, uh, it's written really well. And I think the themes it deals with, is a- it's actually quite interesting. I'm playing it with Laura and we're just making hella stupid decisions and laughing we're way through the whole thing <laughs> but it's 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 really really good and the characters are a lot more likable than heavy rain as well which is have you bumped into lance Hen- hendrickson yes hendrickson? he ironically is one of the few people that isn't an android it's incredible oh my god no chance is that the guy it's, from highland um, oh, bishop no, uh, Aliens. The original Android. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're on about, yeah. That's Also cool. star of about a million other really crappy made-for-TV movies. <laughs> Craig, yes. the, the important question about Detroit is, who did David Cage want to see naked in this game? So far... I haven't really seen any nudity, which has been nice, um, because any time any of the Androids get a wee bit skin nakedy. The the kind of the skin is dis- uh, it's hard to explain, but they look like androids as opposed to human. But their act the skin is kind of like displayed on their android skin. It's really you can uh. pick your color of your skin and stuff like that. It's it's weird, but cool. Do androids well, maybe he's maturing as a dreams. person? Maybe. <laughs> I think he's already done that. Only if those wet dreams involve Let, sheep. Let's face it, Dave. Back in the day, you did get person-on-person action and it did look like androids back then so he's probably already it covered did. that, that <laughs> it looked like market. somebody mashing ken dolls together yeah <laughs> the, the game the only thing i'll say about it is it gives you you start off playing as an android one of your or a couple of your characters are androids in fact all of them are androids now that i think about it and you start off with no empathy they're androids blah 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 but very quickly you're into this kind of like emotional oh my god this is an android but i'm feeling a bit more for it than what i should and 
you very quickly stop feeling like it's a machine. Whereas all the humans in that world in Detroit hate you. You know, you're you're the they prejudice against you, there's segregation, you have to sit at the back of the bus, that kind of thing. It's really quite heavy. Rain? Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry, I Luke, had to. Change I'm topic. Sorry. Change topic, Luke. Yeah, okay. Uh so thank you for the for the segue there, guys. I was actually gonna ask, has anyone played any good games over the festive period? And I'm gonna go next with I just finished God of War today. And holy bald-headedness, is that a fucking great game. It's, it might be the best game on the PlayStation 4. It's amazing. Uh, thank you very much for the lend, Craig. But well, right. I was saying to Dave earlier, there's a bit near the end where uh, one character is choking out another one and the wind kind of moves a character's beard. And there was so much fidelity in that beard <laughs> and the way it moved around that... I had to I had to take a moment to compose myself and think, should I grow a beard like that? Yeah. Can I grow a beard like that? Would the wind move it in such a way? It, it's, Look, it's quite a thing that a game can make you think like that. I've <laughs> seen your facial hair attempts and I'm not sure you're going to be... Unless you somehow glue <laughs> some hair onto your face. Um, I've got I've got enough hair on my head, maybe not on my chin, but I'm thanks picturing, for the reassurance, Craig. Uh, the, the Team America, when he dresses up as a, a terrorist <laughs> and he just like, takes patches of hair to his face. Um, do you wish you had recorded or played that before Game of the Year? Would that have changed any of your answers? Yes, for- it would have been my Game of the Year, maybe Game of a Generation. It, it really okay. is that good. And it's weird because I've not had a huge amount of love for Kratos and I played one of the previous God of War games and just kind of came away from it a bit meh. So uh, that's quite a turnaround to have it so highly ranked and there's been some really good games on the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Can, can, can you really have a game of the gen? I mean, I've thought about this a lot since all that, you know, Red Dead Redemption horse plucked, but I don't know. I can't think of one to be like this, the game of the generation. I don't think you can do that. I I much no. prefer your, what are the five games of this generation approach. <laughs> yeah. I think that yeah. feels a wee bit more easy because... Because then you're also stating your genre of yeah. the generation. Yeah. That's, that's not cool. What? Yeah, I get you, I get you. Like... Well, uh, I'd like to go next because, uh, Luke, you played God of War on mine and Craig's recommendation. And over the break, I decided I'll listen to one of your recommendations. And (laughs) I'll never do that again. (laughs) Why? Because I played Hollow Knight. What? Yes. (laughs) I finished Hollow Knight at 99%. (laughs) And let me tell you what. I would have rather played through 99 other games. <laughs> Holy balls. That game, it's not that it's hard, right? Because it's like most Metroidvanias that think they're as good as Super Metroid or Symphony of the Night. It starts out hard, and then it gets pretty easy towards the end because you just have so much accumulation of power. The problem with Hollow Knight is that it is the most unfriendly game I've ever played. So, I didn't get that far in it i uh i put it down and then i kind of got lost and forgot where i was and but the initial i don't know six to eight hours i spent with it i i really really liked it but i read somewhere that it becomes unforgivably difficult not in like a difficult sense but like in a naff way where like you'll you'll be expected to do like death runs and 
like timed events and it just became unfun yeah the white palace is is a big one yeah that that kind of put me off going back to it but i thought if there's anybody i know that has the the, the, the sheer bullheadedness to just do this it's dave snaznaz well my problem with it was was it's not a game that invites you in, which is fine. You know, everybody says Souls and, you know, something like Armored Core or other games that don't invite you in. They they expect you to sit down and have a talk and figure out your problems. Um, then you've got the games that are, you know, they're just kind of, eh, whatever. Like, like let's say, you know, just a random platformer. It, it doesn't really want you to beat it. It doesn't care if you do beat it. It's, yeah, whatever. It's a game. And then you got games that are really just don't want you to beat it, not because they're hiding stuff but just because they're terrible game designers um i know that's a really big like like lump to throw at hollow knight but some of the things it does with exploration and the benches and how mapping works and how just getting your powers work is some of the most time wasting things i've ever seen in a game that game is padded to hell and back so yeah 99 percent. are we saying that you didn't make mm -hmm. the path of pain i didn't do the path of pain because i'm not that stupid i did do the white palace (laughs) and i got the second ending that's all i'm gonna say like like the the second tier of ending. i I found my my stumbling block was the um the the grit is it called the grim troop the first DLC. Oh, 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 yeah, the the circus. Yeah, people. yeah, I found that boss absolutely aggravating, and I kind of, I've not played enough of Cuphead to say so, but it seemed like bosses off that sort of game at that point, and it was very. Cuphead is fair in a contra okay. way. Hollow Knight is unfair in a just bad boss mechanics. Like, here's a good example: the people that say it gets really ridiculously hard towards the end. I'm sorry, I'm I'm taking so much time. No, it's here. cool. Go for it. It is incredibly easy to break that game because most boss mechanics are just so cheap. So let's say you fight one of the bosses. If you stack the most amount of strength and the most amount of health and don't care about healing, you can literally kill bosses before they get two hits in you. And we're talking end game bosses. They're not designed around, okay, I have to react to what they're doing. You can just man mode through like 80% of that game. It, it is breakable. It definitely is breakable. But I think that there is a, a level that, you know, for me personally, I, I found parts which weren't actually the bosses, parts which weren't actually connected to the game as a, as a whole were the, the tough bits. And they seem like little... You know, little extras just thrown in. And, then you know, you approach them at your own own will, I guess. Your own peril. But Oh, yeah, like all the optional bosses and stuff? Yeah, although, saying that, I didn't find many of them too tough. Although, I found some of them are just, you know, obtuse in how they want you to approach them. Like, for example, seeing that, you know, the big sort of slug worm thing up the, up the, the snowy mountains, which was just sticking its head out. I don't know how you trigger that battle or if there's a battle. Oh, that that it's not a boss. Yeah, it's just an NPC. Oh, okay. Well, there, there we go. I uh, forget his name, but yeah, the big man. Mm. Um, and that kind of leads me to the second one, right? My big point. Hollow Knight likes Dark Souls. Hollow Knight likes Dark Souls more than I like Dark Souls, and that's a <laughs> lot. It pulls. It okay. It doesn't pull. It steals. It outright steals chunks 
of story and iconography and everything else from the Soul series. Like, to the point where some of just the icons are, oh, that's from Bloodborne. And I looked into it, right? Because if it's an homage, that's fine. That's fine. I like Souls too. That's cool. But the creators are taking the stand that they never played a Souls game in their life. And that that tweaks me a lot. But don't you find the other thing absolutely amazing about it, that it's only created by three people? Isn't that quite quite an achievement? Yeah, because Cave Story was better. Uh, well, okay. And that was one I dude. Know, I know. But this, this is quite... <laughs> you know, Cave, Cave Story... Okay, Cave Story was a lot more of an undertaking. And from what I've heard, I think he, that guy worked like 16-hour days for about four years. Yeah, Pixel. Yeah. yeah, he's nuts. <laughs> but even then, even then, this you know this has been brewing for about, what, three years, something like that? It's not, it's not bad. I, I, I guess it's um, I'm almost hitting a Red Dead 2 level of thing. It's not that it's unimpressive. It is impressive. I mean, even though we're in the era of like, uh, like Meat Boy and and Isaac and Fez and all that stuff that they are works of passion. Let's say, I guess I'm bucking hard against how much I read about how wonderful it is. Fair enough. I I've listened to Red Dead and I know how you guys approach those sort of things. <laughs> I tried to I tried to put up a good fight there, Mike, but you weren't around. I needed your assistance in that episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, me and Craig would have stampeded you guys. We ain't yeah. putting up with this shit. <laughs> How about you, Mike? Is there anything over, what, seven months of absence that you'd like to, <laughs> you'd like to go into? So, I have stockpiled the largest collection of world-beating games I've, I've ever had. Basically, since I was 16, I haven't had a point where I've had a, a six-month gap of really playing games passionately every day. So. I have every game I want to play from the last six months or so, plus some from before then. I didn't even start Wolfenstein 2, and, and I, I bought that well in advance of, of my, uh, my disappearing act. But it's just been me and the Switch every night. Um, nothing much. I, I went through Hollow Knight. I went through uh, Breath of the Wild. I spent a bit of time with Xenoblade Chronicles before I realized it's just not going to work portably. But uh, as of tomorrow, I'm back on track and I've got plenty to start, including um, Yakuza 6, which I just started for the show. So I am very much ready. How did it feel having just a Switch, out of curiosity? It's not bad. It's not terrible. You feel very, very limited with the, the, the range of games you've got. And I almost got on the verge of picking up Fantasy Star just to uh, just to have something to play in the background. But <laughs> there's not enough sort of... It might be that I didn't pick up Smash Ultimate, but there's not enough sort of, you know, food-like games that you can just dip into every single day. I, I tried a bit of Warframe. I tried, I tried anything I could get my hands on Oof. pretty much. But, um, but the... It, it was also it also sort of clicked in one point about a month ago. I I finally got the Xbox into the house because I wanted something to play YouTube on, you know, to keep keep the kid happy. And I got to put on um, the Devil May Cry Five demo, but this was the first time that I'd I'd hooked a, a games console up to, admittedly, a 1080p TV. But it's just for for a brief second I went, wow, that's that's it. 
that's absolutely impressive <laughs> what, what games look like on TVs these days. You know, keep in mind that I, I was playing in 4K HDR only six months ago. But such such a break from games, coming back to it, it just felt pin sharp. You know, I've, I've, never, I've never appreciated just how much has been put out on the screen until you take a break from it. And, uh, you know, wow. I well, I can't wait for the the proper TV to get in, but uh, you know, it's, it's could you stick with the Switch being your primary? Not, not or now is that it I've gone back to TV. Definitely second. No, I've gone back to TV. I've <laughs> okay. got to play Xenoblade Chronicles two on on the TV to um, you know, to why is that? Well, first, first of all, if you've seen the things like the Digital Foundry breakdowns of it, it's basically. The game dropped. I avoid them like the plague. <laughs> well, it's, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. I, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock it. But it. I don't mind digital foundry. It drops stuff. the resolution down to kind of like you know two hundred, three hundred p, and then it adds like a sharpening oh, to it. So you get motion. You get sort of like a, a slight bit of ghost in. It just, it just looks terrible. And um. It's one of the only games that really doesn't show off, you know, the portability of the Switch. If you put it on the TV, you you will still get a few of these sort of things. But I mean, you'll see from from six months ago when I posted a a, a tweet of when I first got Xenoblade Chronicles Two, I was sort of like, "This is pretty impressive stuff," and it just doesn't do it. You know, it just doesn't do it justice on the handheld, um, and it doesn't hey, happen for many games. Uh, I don't have a lot of experience on like tech side hmm. of stuff but that resolution what are we talking are we talking vita level or psp level M- or even ds well above ds above 3ds but sort of approaching vita kind of similarish to vita but it's just that's not too shabby though i mean games look really good some on vita, vita games can be pretty dire but yeah okay yeah i've only played like the cream of the crop on the vita mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I think it's just, you know, when you've seen both, you've got to make the choice, just like seeing the TV, seeing the TV playing games. It was like, wow, I can't believe I've just been sat there playing a switch in the darkness every night. <laughs> it has been hell the last five months, but, uh, it's good to have you back, mate. I, I'm having a, a similar conundrum in the sense of amount of games I have to finish. Uh, I typically, or used to anyway, finish one game at a time and then you know i was quite strict on that but this last year i'm not sure why uh something broke inside my head so i i I was looking at the amount of games i have to finish uh, on my shelf and this isn't digital this is only physical games i think i counted 15 oh maybe it was 14 um and i'm 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 starting to really stress out about it so how are you gonna what are you gonna tackle first have you have you got a list have you got you know what luke I am going to fucking tackle God of War because I <laughs> had that game sat there for eight, nine months. I played the first 15 minutes just after Dave pray, shouted all his praise about it. Before he passed it on to Craig, before it came on to, on to you finally recently, and I absolutely dreaded the idea of moving away from the PS4 for so long to not play God of War that you know my, my, copy's, my copy's aged now. It's a relic. <laughs> but it was... <laughs> It will be that uh, I absolutely want to crack into that. I've, I've still got Persona 5 to finish. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's man, how bad man. it is. Oof. That was literally the last game I had on the final day before moving out. 
I was playing Persona 5 with the hope that I could get a six-hour stretch to reach the very end. And uh, my save game sat there. I've not touched it yet. I've just been so busy with this house stuff. The carpets get put in tomorrow. There's nothing for me to do for months. And I'm, I'm going to polish all these off. Can I ask a completely unrelated question, but Persona reminded me of? Hmm? So, so I was I'm rearranging my collection, and I moved the Wii U stuff and the GameCube stuff and all that stuff. And I'm looking through my Wii U stuff going, is there any big games left I have to complete on the Wii U? And the only one that really sparked a question mark is, did anybody play Tokyo Mirage Sessions? Uh, that's on my to-do I've list. Because I have it, but I have not even put it in the system yet. <laughs> is that worth it? I got a Canadian copy, weirdly enough. I don't know why, but it, it was the cheapest it had ever gone. I think it sold for about £25, something like that. I've still got it sealed on the shelf. That That's part of the massive stash of games to go through. Although, to be honest, I bought it as a stopgap for Persona 5. So, um, you know, that shows how, how long I've had that copy now. What is Tokyo Mirage Sessions? It's a crossover game between Fire Emblem and Persona, correct? Yeah. Okay. Mostly more on the Persona side, I think. I think it's more of a nod to Fire Emblem from what I saw. So, listeners, if you have played Tokyo Mirage Sessions and you want to spout off about it, contact us. I'm not going to tell you to now because you need to listen to the end of the show. Um, <laughs> and tell me if it's worth going through, unlike the person who told me Akaba's Strip is worth going through. Because they were wrong. They were very oh wrong. Oh, my God. Who suggested that? Oh, uh, uh, not, not anybody it wasn't me. show a friend it I wasn't have. <laughs> it wasn't Luke. <laughs> um, yeah, that game was really boring. But anyway. Oof. Cool. Uh, anybody else want to talk about a game before we move on? I played a game called Super Mario Brothers. Whoa. What one? Hang on. I need to take a note of that. Super Mario? <laughs> <laughs> Mario. Uh, you know the way the name's supposed to be said. There's a there's one other game I, I thought I'd I'd have a quick chat about just because I think it's worthwhile maybe picking up, and that's Yoku's Island Express. I played it on the Switch. It's a game where you are a little dung beetle. You move around a bit of dung that's in the shape of a pinball or a bit of dung, and you move around this island trying to save the island from a mysterious god. Uh, you move between pinball kind of levels and move it around like that. Very, very charming. I think it's maybe six to eight hours long. Music is really good in it. I'd recommend you play with headphones. And I am someone who really doesn't enjoy pinball. I'm not that good at it, but I really like this game. And I think that says a lot. So if you see it, maybe pick it up on sale. I'd recommend it. Mm. Um definitely one of the better indie games that came out last year i i have a question for you on that point there lucky boy and this is something i run into right but with all the amazing games that are out there to play at this exact moment what made you choose yoko's island express (laughs) it's been a lot on a lot of game of the year lists for podcasts i like to keep my handheld gaming away from the the big tv experience so i'm always kind of looking for a short experience that's maybe better in handheld mode and i was also going to be traveling for a couple couple days so i thought oh, okay i need something so um yeah i played it mostly on the the flight to london and back i finished it 
as I say in six hours so yeah it was it was a really good one for that but yeah it wouldn't have normally been up there with such a huge amount of games to play in backlogs and listening to everybody else's game of the years and getting getting recommendations from them yeah because when you said hey guys you should check this out my brain immediately went okay let's go check it mm. out and i went to psn took a look at it and went hey if yakuza to play dude why would plus so yeah i recommended hollow knight so i never <laughs> want to touch another one of his games again <laughs> i didn't say i wouldn't be curious sir i do kind of see where luke's coming from though because i remember a point a, a good long time back i think it was back at back in the late stages of university where i went through a you know a rush of gba roms and, and things like that and i was playing like pinball of the dead um metroid pinball <laughs> uh, pokemon pinball they're all that they, they are quite moorish to be honest and, and i know that game is a bit more of a sort of castlevania mixed with you know pinball but mm, mm. but there, there is definitely a moorish thing to it even though at the current time i don't i don't think i'd want to touch a game like that necessarily like a mario like pinball saying, land's yeah. pretty good too and kirby pinball land i think it's kirby pinball or whatever but yeah was uh, pinball sonic games. pinball any good I sonic spinball can die in a fire oh for <laughs> really big fire really <laughs> big <laughs> sonic spinball is kind of terrible luke uh, what are you talking about? In fact, it probably is. It's like one of the few pinball games I've played. So, uh, and that's maybe yeah, it, why it, it, I don't, I'm bad. not a fan of pinball. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> Sonic Spinball has ruined you, sir. Coming to a retro rewind near you. Yeah, Sonic Spinball is worse than the pinball that used to come built into Windows. You know what? I might, I might try Yoko's Island at some point. I, I did play the demo. I completed the demo. Um, but yeah, I might give it another shot. I would play Yokai Island. Yokai's Yokai Island Watch. Watch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please don't. Oh, that's been confusing my head. Uh, today I was like, <laughs> oh, I played Yokai's Island Watch. I'm like, no, it's Yoku's exp- <laughs> what? Oh. You know the Yokai Yokai Watch games are on sale at the game collection at the moment. I think you can get the first one for nine ninety nine, the second one for uh, twelve ninety nine. Um I still have the first what, one. What did your yeah, I thought your your family were playing. Was it your, your yeah, wife or um, your daughter? Uh, Abby was. Uh, she she's she's kind of going through a weird, uh, troubling adolescence with gaming, and I've spanked her and punished her and grounded her, and she still plays really crappy tablet games. So I don't know what to do. I'm, I, I, Craig evidently Ooh. doesn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Craig just Hello. left our party ah. for the audience. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm especially after Smash. I'm really struggling to hold down a don't play a Pokemon game yet, and Yokai mm. Watch is right there with Pokemon because I really like the monster design and it looks pretty cool. Did you try the Ultra Ultra games, Luke? I'm still recalling Ultra Moon, Ultra Sun. Yeah, I um, I bought Pokemon. Ultra Sun, I think. Uh, my dog, <laughs> he chewed through Sorry, the box. Luke. Luckily, the cartridge was okay, but I'm coming back. I was absolutely I'm raging. The button. I was it super effective? It, oh, it's making me test. It was it's super, like, super <laughs> duper effective. Yeah, test he. Uh, I I found it very <sighs> handholdy. I I mean I know they I, I know all the the Pokemon games so have been a bit like that, but it I mean I was maybe two thirds of the yeah, way through it and it was still at every much. point pointing me in the right direction and right. showing me how to right do the now. next sort of elemental fight. And I, I realize and these games are for children, apologize. but they've pulled away 
they've stripped it back so much that it's really difficult see if for, I can get into the party for adults to get enjoyment out of it. I think it's. I'm hoping they're going to fix that. I thought you said you got on with the the Eevee though. Isn't Eevee like the ultimate? Yeah, you know. So weird version of that. Weirdly, open party. Amy bought it for me, but mostly for her. And I've just been watching her play it, and it's just a remake of Pokemon Yellow. But you you now get Eevee or um, Pikachu. Yeah, and I'm due to network error. She she hasn't played. Pokemon since the original Game that. Boy game, so watching her do it and going through it was great. I I I don't need to replay that game again. I I mean I've played the original Pokemon games enough, but watching Amy play it and mm. seeing the excitement from that was quite cool. And they do some really cool things in the sense that it's not just a random encounter anymore. Now you see which Pokemon you're going to fight. Oh uh, yeah, that is a very nice change. Yeah, like sometimes the animal, the the Pokemon you're waiting to fight is so small that you can't actually tell what it is from the grass so you have to go in but like if you go see an onyx onyx is like four or five six times the height of you and it's huge and you can see it from miles away on the screen so um it does some really cool things i'm I'm hoping the next pokemon game is gonna step away from being so handholdy but also maybe look at some of the things pokemon go does differently because it, it is time for the the formula to change i think this this is a very vague as fuck question, but do you think do you like the graphics? Yeah, I I think they're serviceable. I think, it, I mean, it's not I next they gen, lovely. is it? I was like, everything was saying, oh, this is just the three DS looking slightly more polished with a higher resolution. I was like, fuck off! It looks pretty good, to be honest. Yeah, I, I I think it looks so. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have something I want to ask you guys, and I'm curious about this. So, uh, over working over the holiday, I, I went back and listened to a whole bunch of Retronauts because I really like lost track of them. And I, I want to say I don't remember if they interviewed somebody or if it was something they were talking about, but they they were talking about how po- with Pokemon and Animal Crossing specifically, those are games that you're only meant to play one. Like, not something that you're meant to play each iterative game. And that's why they don't change very much from iteration to iteration. It's not until you leave a few generations that they actually change over time. Is that something that that hits you guys? Or are you guys wanting to play every iteration of those kind of games? Because, like, to be fair, I played Pokemon Red. I've not played a single... I've not completed a single one. Uh, Silver was the last one I completed. So, I mean, it's been a long time for me, and all the changes I see in, like, the ones Abby's playing, like Sun and Moon and X and Y and Super Duper X and Alola stuff that I can't remember, it looks like it's changed so much since then that I'm now curious again. And Animal Crossing, I haven't touched that series since GameCube because it's like, okay, I get what this is about. I don't need this anymore. I've not been a fan of Animal Crossing, but Pokemon... I, I'm with you. Like I, I've jumped between iterations. Like I, I don't, don't go for each sequel. I'll kind of wait a couple of years and jump in. Like the last one I really got into was Pokemon Y, um. But it's just, it's the same formula. You know, it's, it's the same elemental resistances. It's the same. It, it's the same map. It's the same structure. Go, go do this. Go help somebody so you can get into the next cave. That sort of thing. And I'm fine with that. It's, it's nice to jump back into it every couple of years and and maybe touch it but um the, the first pokemon sorry oh i was gonna say i the reason why i started thinking heavily on this is 
I think Pokemon might be the best RPG series ever made. Ooh. Well, I know I mean, that is a really me. big claim. Uh, but it's pretty consistent, isn't it? It is yeah. very consistent. It has a complex battle system if you want to engage with it. If you don't, then it's simple. I like his color and the way he looks. Um, And yeah, I started thinking about Pokemon. I think that is the best RPG series that we've ever seen. Sorry, Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. My bad. No, I, I have no... I can't think of another game series that, that has been consistently good. Even if it is the same formula rehashed. Yeah, um... And and personally, I I think the Pokemon designs are still ace. I don't care if they took a lampshade and put eyeballs on it. It's friggin' adorable. <laughs> I don't I don't care if they, uh, they took some jelly and put some eyeballs on it and called it Ditto because they didn't know what to call it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Look, when you'll get running commentary on what happened there, but I basically accidentally disconnected my PlayStation from the internet. Then reconnected it to the internet, then accidentally restarted my router. So then when I reconnected to the internet again, it gets to the end of the PlayStation sentence. It says, you are connected. Test the connection. And I thought, I don't want to test that. I know it's working. So I hit circle and it backed out of it, disconnecting me from the internet again. <laughs> like, how stupid is that? So it doesn't say test the connection to confirm all this shit. How does that sound anyway? Is it better? Yeah, yeah, much better. Uh, honestly yeah it, it honestly was it was absolutely horrible I, I actually called my playstation at one point alright alright so really briefly uh, Craig since yes. you had internet troubles uh, yes. yes or no Pokemon good or bad Pokemon yes in general in games. yes Oh, I like Pokemon. I haven't played Pokemon Eevee, whatever, and I haven't played Pokemon Go. Um, but generally speaking, I like a Pokemon. It's kind of cool right, to good. just chill and play Pokemon. I don't know it to any... Right. Like, the other, the other week you guys were saying, oh, there are eight evolutions for this thing. What one? I'd have no idea about any of that stuff. Mm. I don't know my Pokemon. I just like the numbers and the colours. going to go forward into 2019 and list the games that we are excited for. Objection! Whoa! I know what's coming, Dave, but I'm going to go <laughs> first and say I am really looking forward to next year's Pokemon game. Uh, just continuing from our conversation before for Craig, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee has been an absolute delight. I was really, really uncertain about it when we first heard about it. Pokemon Let's Go the mobile game wasn't my cup of tea. I just, I, it just started ringing alarm bells. I thought, oh, here we go. It's they also Nintendo and uh, Game Freak also said it's not going to be a traditional Pokemon game. It's not meant for adults. It is meant for small children and people that haven't played a Pokemon game for a while. Which kind of made me think, oh crap, they're going to go heavily down the wrong route, in my opinion. After playing this game, I am really, really excited for the next one, and I'm, I'm really hopeful that they're going to nail it again. And what is the Pokemon count at the moment? Oh, are we hitting four digits? I think or? it's got to be four oh. digits. I think it was 891, yeah, no wasn't it? With Sun and Moon? 
they yeah i don't know they sometimes they strip it back and sometimes there's there's weird different evolutions and yeah i, I don't know to be honest i lost count that's amazing because i thought there was like eight (laughs) (laughs) so uh if you remember astute listener that person that i said just likes the color and the Mm-hmm. The shape of the Pokemon. Uh, yep. There you go. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this too. I'm, I'm uh, kind of reserved w- with you, but even if this is a bust, number one, I'll still get a Gengar, hopefully, and number <laughs> two, there are so many handheld ones that I, if it came out and it was a bomb, it'd be like, eh, okay, I'll play X and Y. I haven't yeah. played that yet, so I uh, it's kind of win win no matter what they do. I for me anyway. I'm looking forward to it as well. So, so how can you imagine what the case is going to be of it being stripped back to? A, I mean, essentially, Pokemon's the game, or Pokemon is the game that I skipped out on because my younger brother was playing. He was uh, what three years younger than me, about the same same age as you, Luke. And you know, he he absolutely loved it. I I was more into my Street Fighters and things at the time, um, but you know. I think I was just the wrong dem- demographic at the time, but ever since then, every single Pokemon game that's come along, it's been a case of you can play it if you're a kid, but of course adults can get into it. So what, what do you think is going to define this as being kids, purely kids only? Well, Pokemon Let's Go was was said to be, the developers came out and said that, that you know the way the combat's kind of changed and that the way you capture Pokemon, it's more designed for children. There's not a lot of difficulty in it. It can be challenging. You still need to learn the different elemental types and, and do a little bit of grind to level up your Pokemon, but it's not to the same extent as... I mean, for for an, a seasoned gamer or you know someone that plays games regularly, Pokemon games aren't challenging, but there is still a little bit of complexity to them and you can get involved in that. Okay. It's Dad. challenging <laughs> when you go against other people. That's always yeah, been where the challenge is. Like, and now that you can play online, that is a much easier thing to do. Like, I remember doing this weird thing where you tunneled with your Game Boy, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Play people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's always where it's been. It's one of the best like number crunching games back then so yeah that's where the difficulty lies like single player is the equivalent of junk food for an rpg player you know thinking on it you can't make it difficult i'm wondering if one of the reasons it could be stripped back is that a lot of it comes down to micromanagements of stats within individual pokemon and that that like one single pokemon there's probably like about you know a thousand permutations of that exact same one stats through through breeding and what you breed it with to take something else or etc. Maybe, maybe they're and, just yeah. going to trim back on the um, you know the the hardcore what isn't really seen but has been sort of available in previous games. I'm guessing maybe. Well, um, like uh, what I know from what I played was in red and blue and yellow. I, I think it also includes yellow. Like for instance, they every stat was it was just like attack, defense, speed, and special. And then once gold and silver hit, they split special into special attack, special defense, so they could further you know diverge what Pokemon were good at. And I'm guessing that it's since also diverged from there. So maybe they're talking about, yeah, like you said, I'm, Mike, maybe it's just a simplification of under the hood. I'm sure within that there's, you know, there's people who've made Pokemon mathematics, you know, to, to define exactly what stats are going to be created through 
what ratios of skills are to others and things, things oh, yeah. like that. I don't know. So maybe, maybe that's... But that's not something that would affect me personally. I'd probably just play through and say, oh, that's a strong attack. I'll use that. That would hurt me a little bit. Pokemon has got that levels of complexity and different players can go to different lengths with it. I mean, you know, pro veteran mm. Pokemon players are... They're looking for those shiny Pokemons, those one in a million that you can find that have enhanced stats or... You know, if they're if they're trading in a no. Pokemon, they're then breeding out the 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 handicap that's put it on put on a, a bred Pokemon, and there's so many layers of complexity that I I mean I'm not even going to pretend I understand half of it or or follow it. I, that's beyond what I want from a Pokemon game. But mm. from playing Pokemon Ultra and how handheldy handholdy it was, you know, I never really felt like I was given control of my character or allowed to just explore. It was. It was that Nintendo 3DS Wii U sort of period where are you sure you know what you're doing? If you don't, we're going to take you there anyway. And I, I'm not fond of that. So that's what I'd want from the next Pokemon game. Uh, now, uh, on the other side of the coin, I mean, we are four grown-ass men talking oh, yeah, about yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. But uh, Sun and Moon was a perfect starter game for my daughter to get into Pokemon. Definitely, yeah. And I would say, on the whole, they will get much more money out of that demographic than they will out of ours. Yeah, but it's it's like a good Pixar film, man. You know, like they're made for children, but adults can appreciate them. Yeah, no, no, I see what. Yeah, I mean, it was it's always been that way. Even though you yeah. know, back when it started, guys, I was I was hand over fist with the anime and the trading card game. <laughs> yeah, and I was a very awkward teenager that I don't ever want to relive those memories. <laughs> <laughs> you still got the cap that you wear backwards when you're. Fighting. I still have a three foot stuffed Pikachu. <laughs> okay, uh, Dave. Give us a game for 2019 that you're looking forward to. Uh, anybody want to make a pick? Multi-platform, exclusive, what do we want here? Just surprise me. Resident Evil 2. You guys will talk about. I'm Right now, I'm just going to say Kart Racers. Uh, we've got Crash Team what Racing remake coming and Team Sonic Racing coming. <laughs> Woo! Mm. And I, it's been, you know, Mario Kart 8 is an old game now and i'm a little tired of its tracks so even just to use these things like a track pack uh it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm gonna be picking both of those up day one hopefully what's the new sonic races got over uh transformed i don't know like i i, I saw a little bit of a trailer for it and went oh i'm totally gonna get that and then i went media blank on it mm. so i guess i'm not the person you'll, to bring you'll this know up. i didn't ask about crash racing yeah. because uh i wasn't a big fan of that game originally when it first came really? out I thought that was better than Mario no. Kart. Like Mario Kart 64 had nothing on Crash Team Racing. I preferred oh, Crash Team Diddy Racing. Diddy Kong did. But I also preferred Little Big Planet Racing, so I can't speak. Yeah, yeah Craig. <laughs> um, are, are you guys going to get it out of curiosity? Uh, Craig, Luke? I'm probably uh, well. Team the kid, Sonic, yes. The kids are big on to their um, kart races, so yeah. That'll give me a good excuse. I'll be buying it for them, obviously. Here's a wee gift. Clearly. Oh. Clearly. <laughs> Just oh, yeah. like the switches for them, but it's in your bedroom, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're not allowed to touch it. <laughs> Craig, what about you? Um, I've got the rather obvious uh, Psychonauts 2 has a confirmed 2019 release. Um, for now. to be delayed. <laughs> <laughs> don't, even, don't even. There is a downloadable, playable first level for anyone that backed the not Kickstarter, the other one. Fig, uh, I can't remember. Patreon? No, not Patreon. Patreon. A different one. 
Uh, Indiegogo? Nope. Uh, Something different. Fund me? Ticketmaster. Kickfunder? Kickmaster. Shut up. Kickmaster. Kickmaster was a good game. Wherever it is, wherever it is, you can play it. There are some videos out there. There's a trailer. It's going to happen in 2019, and I can't wait. I played... I, we spoke about it not that long ago, but I played the VR Rhombus Rune, which is kind of like the bridge between... In fact, it's in the Psychonauts episode from the start of the year. The bridge yeah, between Psychonauts 1 and Psychonauts 2 is the Rhombus Rune. It gives you the, the wee bit of narrative that you miss between the first game end and the start of the next game. And it's just... I can't wait. I've played it also recently. I'm just super excited for it. And I bet you the release date's going to be confirmed as like the 31st of December 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for that final kick. <laughs> I haven't watched much about it, but they got all the same voices, right? Like they still got Richard Horvitz for Rat. Yes, it's oh, the, same, cool. the same voice cast. Um, just if you have a wee look at the trailer it just looks like amazing amazingness and it follows vaguely on so the first story ended with you becoming your a psychonaut Raz is a psychonaut Rhombus Arun takes you to save your girlfriend's dad and then the next one starts straight after that so it's a complete continuation of the story there's no break in it so it's going to be great picking that up again I can't say I'll day one it but I'll pick it up totally yeah, I've I've already listened to a little bit about the the meat circus, and I'm a little <laughs> rare, to be honest, which wasn't as bad. To be fair, like we said, uh, it wasn't no. as bad as we remembered it being. Mm-hmm. Mike, give us a game. Now that you ask, I think it's it's fine. It's finally time to bring out Resident Evil Two. Yes, <laughs> which <laughs> which is due to be released quite soon at the moment. Um, it's something of a re-envisaging re-imagining of the classic PlayStation 1 Resident Evil 2 release however this time we are going to get the brand new well relatively new Resident Evil 7 RE engine being put to use in a over the shoulder Boulder Holder. Resident Evil 4. That's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. And, you know, it's got me excited. It's got me very excited because for everything that you think of Resident Evil 2, you imagine the police station, you imagine the, uh, you know, Kendo's gun shop, etc. But then you think of the later stuff, you know, all the the fights underground. Yeah. Just... Yeah, there's loads of crazy stuff in that game. It's such it's such a classic for me personally. I you know, I think to this day I've still only technically played half of it because we had friends with two TVs, switching discs, and all sorts of stuff. So I've probably not even seen the other half of the game. That's sadly not going to be included in this, from the sounds of things. But whoa, whoa, whoa. it's going to be mean? some sort of like like the remixing. Whole... So double. The switching disc thing, where you oh, you know okay. you play Leon A and do oh, Claire okay. B. None of that exists anymore. Oh, that's it's purely fine. you play as Leon or you play as Claire. Uh, so, like the last time I remember, was it only on the second runaround that you got Mister X appearing? If I remember uh, right, yes, I believe so. I'm like I'm squiffy on the details, but I believe yeah. Oh, wait, was yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you're right. I think, but he's been integrated into the entire entire game as it is, which is, which is probably going to be quite serviceable. But there were so many little iconic bits in that, like for example, you know, all those doors that open all the time, and you. 
You're, you always think of them as loading screens until in this game you get a zombie popping up, walking towards the door as you're loading in. This, you know, it's, it's a terrifying game. It's it's also the start of action in Resident Evil, really. So it's not as horror bound as the first game, but you know, it left a lasting effect, and you know, it introduced us to a Kami guy. What's his name? Platinum Games. Kami. Come on, Dave. What's the, the head of Platinum Games? Oh, uh... No, uh, Kamiya. Uh, Is it Kamiya? Hideki Kamiya? Yeah, Hideki okay. Kamiya. It, it introduced us to him, and you know he he's been hitting home runs pretty much ever since then. Oh, except Wonderful and, 101. Well, except Wonderful 101. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm just pumped. I'm extremely excited. If there was one single game coming out next year that I'm excited about, it would be this. And we're already in the air, so I've already made a mistake there. I Apologies, am, I am like a hundred percent with you, man. I Resident Evil Seven was was amazing, and with Capcom being on fire, uh, hopefully they this won't be the bucket of water on that fire. But it's looking really like I'm very curious to just see what things look like now. Like I won't say anything because it is new, and if the story is the same, I don't want to spoil it. But like the big bad, I want to see because. On, on PlayStation, he looked like a collection of angry Doritos. So I'm very <laughs> curious to see what he looks like now. But yeah, I... There is, there is a truth to it. I mean, I mean, the thing is, Resident Evil 5, uh, you know, I did generally like it in the end. But those those first trailers really sold me on it. Um, Resident Evil 6, the first trailers did not fully indicate to me that there would be a problem. And I'm getting the same thing here that, you know... I, I'm almost certain that it's going to be it's going to be amazing, but of course, you know, Resident Evil Six. So a Six wasn't that bad, man. It was dumb, but it was fun. Yeah, but I'm I'm virgin. You know, I'm I'm putting my bets on it. I will put my bets on it. All right, Mike, we're gonna have to start you, the RE cast after this. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know about you, Craig, but I I get really stressed out with like scary films and scary games, and I played the first one. Uh, I can't really remember much of it. I think me and a couple mates finished it with a couple sleepovers. But I have... I don't think I'd be able to handle the amount of stress this game is going to cause me. Just from watching the small like 30-minute clips and stuff, it's it's freaking me out. It looks so scary in a good way. Well, Craig handled Resident Evil 7 well, so I think... Uh- He'll be able Resident to Evil 7 too. is a spe- I played through it. I played through it without the VR headset and then you were like, no, you need to play it with VR and playing it with <laughs> VR has actually scarred me slightly. Really? <laughs> Honestly, the difference... See, even playing it playing it on the telly for like 45 minutes an hour, I'm like, dee, dee, dee. oh, that's a wee bit, oh no. And then you stick the VR headset on and oh my god, I, I'm glad I was sitting on the toilet. It's actually terrifying <laughs> and you find yourself moving and ducking it's so it it, it didn't i didn't like it um horror games on a whole they don't bother me they're not quite my thing but they don't they don't bother me I, i'm more the only thing i don't like in a film is a jump scare it's the one thing i hate is a jump scare it's cheap yeah i hate it or i still think them, man. there's one horror game or one horror series you'd like craig yeah, and one day I'm gonna get it on on uh, Retro Rewind. Mike, you probably know Clock Tower, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean the, uh, oh. the third one was from Capcom, I believe. Yeah, technically. But the first two were horror point and clicks. Okay. 
and I yeah. think you might well, like Alone it. Alone in the Dark I can, might be. I kind of like Odder Horror. I always liked that Fatal Frame, and I played it with someone who thought it was the oh. most terrifying thing ever, and I was like, it's it not was me. that bad. <laughs> <laughs> was it you? <laughs> yeah, man, I still have fucking night terrors about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a phase, I think I went, my wife took me to see The Grudge, and I had a I had like proper night terrors for months after and I mean it wasn't even scary it was just that that the look of the woman I, I don't know if you guys remember the scene where it was the really shit American version where Sarah Michelle Gellar comes into the room and the the grandmother's lying on the floor and she's looking at her and she's realizing the grandmother's not actually looking at her but something behind her and she turns her head and then the the demon things on the roof and her neck extends all the way around while making that uh, um, oh don't get me started I know. you know you know, you know talking about it I really <laughs> want to Ludovigo you guys into a chair and make you both play PT uh, because I'm pretty sure your faces would fall off yeah it'd be like the Grudge Man or the Ring I'll I'll give. I PT do think a the shot. liquor would give you a, a nice similar experience from from Resi too. Oh, the liquor! That's a great introduction. Yeah, you're right, Mike. Well, uh, say, saying that, you know, Mister X, I think he is quite terrifying, and I think uh, you know, I may have said it's it's more action based, but Mister X got me quite a number of times. Are you a Mister X or a Nemesis kind of guy, Mike? Because I'm a Nemesis man. That's the question. I think I think Mr. X took it before Nemesis. That's the problem. Nemesis did it better, but I think Mr. X was there first. I, um, and yeah, I'm sure me and Mike will be talking about Resident Evil quite yeah. a bit in the future. I mean, so moving on in the future, a horror game that is even more terrifying than PT. Has it not been hinted that Luigi's Mansion Three will be 2019-ish? <laughs> Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, man, I am so glad that's coming home to a home console. I I am ecstatic. I love that series. Well, Mm. did anyone play 2? Yeah, I've had to file down the sides of my old CirclePad Pro (laughs) just so I could slap the new 3DS in there and uh, play it without hurting my hands, but I love that game. I really liked 1, but I didn't like the format of 2. I didn't like the... the it wasn't just like open here you go go explore it was here's a mission you can only do but you were revisiting the same level over and over again and like getting it's almost like mario 64 yeah Yeah, i it didn't seem to gel that as well so i'm I'm hoping they don't have that in the next one but really really excited for this one they both looked they've both been beautiful looking games though i mean i i agree um mansion 2 it wasn't it wasn't as great for me as all the reviews made it out to be but um it's still still relatively solid. I think both games have been quite solid. So that you know they've they've got some consistency there, and I think with free being a Switch game could be a nice thing. They they always push things like the 3DS was pushed to its limits, I guess, with, with yeah, two and the yeah. GameCube itself. Is, supposedly there's rumors they add a 3D in it and all sorts of oh in cra- the first crazy one resolution yeah. yeah 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 that was ridiculous. I mean, what back at the time I was more impressed by Luigi's Mansion than Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, I mean, which one came out first? Was it Sunshine or Mansion? It was Mansion. Mansion was the launch game. Yeah, because uh, then everybody thought, oh, Sunshine's going to be totally amazing. If this is just a Luigi's game, imagine what the Mario game's going to be like. You no! Be like, no! Yeah. A- People were angry at Luigi's <laughs> yeah. Mansion. People yeah. were very angry. They were. They were. 
But uh, I still don't fully understand the whole 3D thing. So did, did Nintendo have plans to bring out some sort of 3D headset with the game? Or It was, well, okay, if I remember, we were talk- this is squiffy in my memory, but it was supposed to be a peripheral that would hook directly to your GameCube, I believe. So almost like a VR <laughs> headset. Via your mobile phone. And <laughs> moving on from there. Hopefully, <laughs> the only thing I hope for with this is you don't have to hoover up everything with motion controls. Um, oh, yeah. you, you know, avoid all that, please. All I hope is it will um, have Luigi in a vacuum. Do you not think the Joy-Cons look a little suspiciously too similar to um, to a little flashlight, though? <laughs> oh, my God, they do. One hand is the flashlight, the other hand is the hoover. We're going to be swinging wildly. <laughs> Uh, to build on to that, do you guys not think that the Joy-Cons are a bit shit? And moving on from that, <laughs> a game I'm looking forward to is New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Because oh, I never played it on the Wii U. You old it... man! <laughs> I know, I can't wait. It looks amazing. I mean, I don't really know what's changed from the first one in this Deluxe version. But it's a 2D Mario. It's got the Luigi I know... expansion in it. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. If calculations are right we come out on thursday it releases tomorrow Ooh. anyone else excited for new super mario bros u deluxe i've i've played it too recently if it was 3d world i would get it in a heartbeat because that game that's is the, the best weird thing right mario it <laughs> what like, 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 why would they bring the U series rather than 3D World? Oh, 3D World is something else. I flipping 3D love World that was fantastic. It's easier yeah. to port. Maybe I don't I, know. I hate to say it, but I, I didn't have any honorable mentions for this list. But this came very, very close to um to being on on an honorable mention list. And uh, you know, it's it's really good. Did, did anyone else pick up a physical copy of Luigi's? Just to uh, just to have a green uh, yeah, Wii U the, yeah the Luigi U <laughs> no? yeah yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that I don't think Luigi's as good as I expected it to be but but the the core the core new Super Mario Brothers U game is uh, you know it's great it's great I th- I thought it got a bit it got a bit of a bad reputation for not you know not daring as much as like say Mario 3D World would in the end but. I think it's a solid game. Oh, I oh think yeah, it's a very solid game. The, the U series is very solid. Uh, it, it's craftsmanship over innovation for sure. Mm. Mm, mm, definitely. So, Dave, if I was yeah. to say to you, objection, would that spur a conversation? Phoenix, right? About Code Vein? Why would you have any objections about Code Vein? It looks fantastic. <laughs> That's my Craig mm. right there. You see what I did? So- I slipped in the game, but I didn't need to. <laughs> yes, I I am very excited about Phoenix Wright because I have never really sat down and played through the whole trilogy. I've played like most of one, Ooh. some of two. I looked at three and then went, I'm going to get Drill Dozer instead. So that was that. But yeah, I'm very excited. Drill Dozer is a sexual position, right? Um... <laughs> That's just objection. Um, in fact, no, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not implicating myself here. <laughs> now, now, here's 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 a question my wife asked me because my wife will play very certain games, and that's it. Because and I she thought applies she, the drill dozer. Uh, she ever applied the drill dozer? <laughs> Boy, howdy! That would be awesome. 
Um, um, <laughs> but she asked me why would they port that because she doesn't quite get the concept that there might be two different companies, but brought up an excellent question to me with the Switch's touchscreen. Would you guys rather have had a Layton HD I, rather than I, I don't, Phoenix Wright? I would have I loved one work. only because... Well, why would it not work? Because it's all because there. It's two screens... How would you segregate the what bit can be used for touch and what would be used for view? Would you I have would, to use the TV and the motion, the, the joint? You would have to probably use motion. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think this is going to be a huge problem for a lot of 3DS ports is how do you do it when they've relied so heavily on dual screens? Well, I mean, they could always do it the way they did it on uh, the virtual console on Wii U. Oh, just... But no, you oh, can't okay. because, because... Yeah, never mind. I'm stupid. You Shut can't up, undock Dave. it. While you're watching it, yeah, you could undock it and have a pure undocked split screen or something like that. Yeah, if the the Layton games have been getting Android, they have, yeah, yeah. and phone releases quite recently, if I remember right. They have, yeah, but you still got touchscreen there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the only reason why I thought of that was because of the Layton versus, uh, not versus Layton oh. teaming up with Phoenix. Right, yeah. that was a good game. That is the, the one game. The the odd thing about this though, the 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 weird conundrum to the whole thing is, even though I'm talking about um, Layton being on mobile, the they this um is it the the Ace Attorney HD trilogy? Yeah, any chance that's one? I, I believe it's the GBA yeah. one. That is that was um well yeah from GBA to DS and then it got its um HD sort of remake for the 3DS I think and then a port to the the phone. With the the upgraded visuals, or it might have even been from the phone to the 3DS. So we're now actually getting the same game again through for the Switch, um, and I, I think that the original trilogy is absolutely excellent. I'm I'm personally up to number six at the moment, which is it the Spirits or something? I can't remember the exact name, but but no, no, they've they've been consistent. I think the original trilogy though is is absolutely brilliant, and if you want to. If you do want to dabble in it, it's going to take a while. I think each of those is about 20, 22 hours long, depending on how fast to read you are. But but no, excellent choice of games to pick up. Um, I'm definitely be quite ashamed that. of you, Dave, that you've not uh, completed the trilogy. It's coming out on the Xbox and the PS4 as well. So inevitably the Switch version oh, is going to be a 10 or more right. expensive. Are you going to pick it up on the Switch mm. for a 10 or more just to have it handheld? Or- Does it look stupid? Oh, I will because it sounds like a great handheld game. Just before you go to bed, play an hour of it. Why not just get a Vita and share play it on your, your <laughs> Vita? I, I have a Vita. I could do that, but shut up. Just saying. <laughs> really quick, just because I mentioned it before, does anybody have the radar mm-hmm. on Code Vein at all? Nope. Nope. Not really. Not really. Not really. Okay. Little, but... It's the new Vanillaware game. That's all I'm going to say. It's not Vanillaware. No, no. 13 no, Sentinels, not Code Vein. I'm sorry. 13 Sentinels. Oh. My bad. 13 uh, Sentinels oh, yeah. is yeah, the new. Of okay. All right. Good man. Do you want to start that bit again? No. No, I'm okay looking like an idiot. I do it all the time. <laughs> 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 okay. A game I'm looking forward to is Shenmue 3. And... <laughs> i want to see how this finishes i'm interested i don't have high expectations 
However, I have watched other people play through the Shenmue games recently. I have kind of caught up with the story. And I remember at the time thinking, when is Shenmue 3 going to come? And then it's been a long wait. So I don't expect much, as I say, but... I remember thinking, when is he going to get to the end of the block? Because it was so slow. It's such a good... It, we've we've had this discussion in other podcasts, but it was very <laughs> ambitious, very flawed. But for the time, it is. It, it was a good game. Uh, I can't say I've had any experience with Shenmue, and I don't think I will. Just based on the myriad of conversations we've had on the topic, it just sounds like, to all intents and purposes, Yakuza is a far better series. Amen, brother. Amen. Yep, um, that's totally true. On that note, then, Judge Eyes is out next year. That's the game I've got on the list by the Yakuza <laughs> people. Yeah, man. Which probably mm-hmm. will be better than Shenmue 3 if we're kind of keeping <laughs> this same theme <laughs> going. Potentially. Um, Harsh, de- but fair. It's uh, detective solving murders and whatnot. And it just, it it's based on, it's um, based on, it's built in the Yakuza 6 engine. And it looks, which is it, a mighty the, fine engine. It is beautiful. So it looks and it feels like it's going to be fantastic. And it's a PS4 is there exclusive be crossover. I don't think so. I haven't heard anything of you. Well, whilst we're in this realm of Ace Attorney invading Yakuza, ah, that would be amazing. Well, I do have a query in this because I, I think Nagoshi said. After Yakuza 6, we were supposed to be expecting a brand new protagonist for the entire series, technically. And I still cannot 100% say whether this is more of a Dead Souls thing or the actual continuation of the Yakuza series. Well, yeah, Dead Souls so was is the thing, wasn't it? It's the same hmm. universe as Yakuza. So there is potential uh, there. Yeah, I, f- I think this is this is for all intents and purposes Yakuza Seven. If it is a detective series, though, I'd rather see Leighton in it. Although, I, hang on, Dave, let me pull this back. Did you not see that that strange looking, uh, like dreadlocks looking guy? Or is that a Yakuza Online game, which is also Judge Eyes? Is one I hadn't heard about, but I am now looking forward to it. Anything Yakuza Six Team Engine sounds great to me. And that's with none of us having completed it yet, by the way. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. All right, I have a really quick one, because all you guys need to do is answer yes or no. Okay. If yeah. you remember in the halcyon days of our, our youth as a podcast, I told the story of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. I don't yes. need another Game Boy, Dave. I'm not buying you all <laughs> PS4s, but I okay. am curious, would you guys play it? Because it's being remastered for PS4. And Are you other buying systems. us all copies of it for PS4? No, I am done being that guy. <laughs> okay. I'm not playing it then. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I hate you all. I hate no, you all so much. Dave, given given the fact a moment. That, Craig, yeah. Craig, I do remember at the time you said something to the extent, or something to the effect of, I would get a flight out to America <laughs> just to come and sit with Shit. you and to comfort you and Shit. to play this game right. because his friends only played it for 15 minutes back in the day. Okay, I, rem- I did so. say that, and I suppose the cost <laughs> of a game 
and then playing it online might actually make up for the fact that I'm not going to fly it. I, I don't even know if I'm going to buy it. I just yeah. thought it was really funny when I saw it on the list. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, given the success we had with um, Blood Bowl and how much you banged on about that, I feel like even playing it for half an hour would give you all tingly feelings. And, oh, uh, on on the moon, man. Yeah. Might be worth it just for that. Bloodstained. Hey. Ritual of the Night. It's a game that Dave has been evangelizing. It's a game that I also evangelize, and I cannot wait for it. There's not really much more to say than that, to be honest, at the second, but I, I, I think like, it's going to be brilliant. I would like to say, uh, Mr. Igarashi, if you ever need a hug or somebody to refill your wine glass before you huck it off the side of the throne, I'm there for you, man. <laughs> and and as I said before, it, you know, it, it is good. From from the demo I played, It's it seems a solid game. I don't think there's much to worry about with that. Hollow Knight good? However. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> From my limited time with the Curse of the Moon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I'm 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 really looking forward to this. It's it's been an eye opener uh, that of a series that I've not really touched before or a genre of game and uh yeah, really excited to to play that as well as Symphony Symphony of the Night which we're playing this year i believe oh i can't wait for that i can't wait to replay rondo and symphony why don't we do that after we've done near that could be the third game for the third month do you do you guys want to yeah i don't see why not then then we've got yakuza near and rondo and symphony tonight oh we're doing rondo as well or just well i don't well rondo is definitely more difficult so if you can't finish rondo don't bang your head up against it symphony is much easier I, and more exploratory based i think the episode look is symphony of the night but because i bought that ps4 thing with rondo and some and david suggested playing rondo first because it's first it leads right into it yeah like 10 ah, seconds okay. afterwards mm-hmm. so i'll play the cool. two of them but we might end up only recording about symphony of the night okay and thanks for that user suggestion whoever suggested that who was it? Ian. Ian. Yeah, I know who you are. I know where you live. <laughs> one that I, I I don't know, Craig, if you know about it, but one I think you'll like. I don't know how you guys feel about the Commando series. Luke, Mike, do you guys yeah. have any... Yeah. Oh, behind enemy lines. No, no. Well, yeah, yeah, that. Sorry, I thought you were referencing the Jagged Alliance game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, uh, Desperados <laughs> 3 is coming and desperados is the wild west version of commandos put bluntly it's it's done by the guys that just did that shadow tactics game okay that ninja based one that plays like commandos uh i didn't think anybody would be that interested but yeah i'm excited i've seen it i've seen it i'm not not massively hyped but uh yeah i i've seen the series before and i think i don't know what it is about the wild west but it's recently been ruined, obviously, by Red Dead, and before that, oh, fuck off! <laughs> um, I, it's just a, it's a place between the Wild West and the Romans and all of those people. I just I don't don't gel with those that um, very short time period right there. <laughs> you know what was that game we played that had Romans and centurions? Gladius. And, Yes, a gladiators. All Romans of those are folk. a race of people. <laughs> Centurions are a military unit. Whatever. Oh my god! Oh, that <laughs> lot. I, I'm not a fan, and I'm not a fan of the, the Wild West. Is something that I don't actually kind of. I'm not a fan of. 
West on. Well, you know what? Lucas Arts was gonna remaster Outlaws, and now you just ruined it for everybody. Oh well. Okay. Uh, something I think that has been ruined for everyone that we should maybe talk about is they are bringing a Toe Jam and Earl sequel out. (laughs) (laughs) This is another one of these games that I I think I got at a car boot sale on the Mega Drive. Don't have a clue what that game was about, how to finish it, or even how to play it. But I remember spending a lot of time with it and thinking, this is fun, 90s, rad, loads of people It's probably your first roguelike. Uh, Could be, yeah. I still don't understand what that game is about. I should probably figure it out. But they're making it a was third about one. Collecting the ten pieces of the Funkaton yeah. to be able to escape the planet. It was basically <laughs> go through these right. randomly generated floors. Which didn't make any sense anyway. Yeah, it, it, I I think it's a terrible game personally. Mm. Yeah, it, it probably is. But they're making a new one, so I'm interested to see what they do with that. <laughs> I take it nobody else is. <laughs> no, um, no, it's not on my list. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, can well, we then. blast through ones that aren't on anybody else's list? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does anybody have any experience with the Gungrave? No. No. Games? Uh, All right. I was curious about it. I, I heard about it on a... Was it on the Xbox, I think? The original Xbox? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was but Xbox. I didn't get around to it. Okay. I never got around to it. And I never owned an Xbox, so it didn't, didn't help. The matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about Vasara? Uh, anybody played those old shmups? No. Okay, there's two down. Somebody else go. <laughs> uh, what have I got that might... How... Uh, Twin Mirror by Dotnod. It's the Life is Strange People that's coming out. I don't get that. Oh. Hold on, let me get my beanie and a soy latte, and then I'll get back to you. That's my worry. Skinny. the subject Skinny, matter looks good. It looks quite... It looks more serious. It looks less hipstery than Life is Strange, but I worry that the hipsteriness will leak in and it'll end up being something that Luke likes as opposed to something that I like. Um, fuck off. <laughs> uh, what else have we got? Control, Alan Wake people, Remedy. It's, uh, can, I... can, we, can we park on Remedy for a second? Yeah. Because I'm very mixed on Remedy. I really liked Max Payne 1 and 2. Uh-huh. I really liked mm-hmm. Alan Wake. But somehow I'm always nervous when they come out with a game whether it's going to be any good. Like Quantum Seizure or whatever it was. Quantum <laughs> Break? Break. Oh, that's the yeah. one. <laughs> Quantum Seizure. That's very serious, Craig. <laughs> well, Control does feature the voice actor, Alan Wake, and Max Payne. But no one from Quantum Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Max, Ma- uh, yeah, the voice and face of Max Payne, wasn't that just one of the, the head developer guy? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It was just something. Yeah, Sam, that... Sam Lake. Well, that's who it'll be then, potentially. Um, but it does. It has <laughs> yeah. Alan Wake and Max Payne in the cast. Ah, that's cool. Hmm. Alan uh, Wake they... ended oh. on a really big cliffhanger too i was really hoping they would pick that up i on that's another kind of it's horror and inverted commas game that i absolutely i love that game i absolutely love that yeah, that's more atmosphere than horror yeah. almost um did anyone play quantum break because i still ha- still haven't i i've completed it it's a uh, it's it's average okay. but it's you know it's, it's a game i <laughs> have completely one. ignored it oh Sekiro. Cross streams. Who's looking mm. forward to it? Um, I, I'm looking forward to 
the era and art style and the look of it more than actually playing it because I think it's going to be one of those games that I'll just hit a difficulty wall at and cry about because I love it. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's Roman era, right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am looking there. forward to it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I think it's good that From Software like to change up the theme and not just do continuous sequels and seeing what they're going to bring, especially after other games like Neo and God of War have come out since their I games. I need you to play Neo, man. I yeah, it. it's it's next up after Yakuza. Because mm. I think that's I'm, still I'm, the only one to outdo from. Okay. I think this is going to be a game where I I sit back, watch Dave's appraised, love it, and then <laughs> after I admit I was wrong, <clears throat> and it's a good game, and I will now play it. But I'm not I'm not absolutely hyped at the second. I think after playing Neo, it sort of made me rethink about you know where it where the Soul series sits with me. Whether it's you know whether it's as good as I've always made it out to be, or you know whether it's just a, a good game. But um, I can agree. You know, Mike. I'll I'll sit back. I'll sit back because I'm going to be I'm going to be excited about Devil May Cry Five in the meantime. And uh, that is a lovely looking game. Although I've just segued the wrong way because Dave still wants to talk about Sakura. No, so we'll no, no, no. Um, pedal. Um, who cares? Devil May Cry, man. Devil May Cry. Yeah. This this looks it looks amazing. I've played the demo and I've that that was the reason I've, I picked up the the Xbox One as my first console of choice in the new house because I wanted to have a quick quick bash at that demo, and it you know it doesn't disappoint. It it looks it looks brilliant. Uh, there's a few little warning signs for for it not being as potentially brilliant as it could be, but then they're, they're negligible. I think it's going to be a, a banger, and I I really like the um. I really like the design style of Capcom at the moment, doing that whole, um, you know, really, really cool looking character models and very, very iconic looking pieces like that van itself. I'm sure if there's a collector's edition of the game that comes out with that van and that lovely looking lady <laughs> sitting around with a cigarette hanging out of mouth, I'll, I'll, I'm maybe tempted to pick it up. You never know. Uh, Luke, what, what are you guys thinking Craig, on Devil May Cry 5? Yeah, did you, have you guys any experience with the Devil May Cry series? Um, none. None whatsoever. I've got uh, I've got something somewhere. I've got a title somewhere, but I've never played it. Never stuck it in anything. <laughs> yeah. I've never really gelled with them. I, d- I don't know what it is. It's just, it's maybe too too western. Too raw. Eastern. Too rugged. For me, it's, it's the, th- I, I don't know, they just it's weird. It should be the sort of game I like. It's it, it's kind of. Do you anime-esque. like Bayonetta? I've not played that either. Okay. <laughs> uh, Castlevania: Oof. Lords of Shadow. No, I bought it and lent it to Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, the one I've Dante's played? Inferno. <laughs> That's the one you've played. Oh, Sorry, wow. I didn't hear you. Dip. Uh, Dante's Inferno. Yes, really like Dante's Inferno. It was, it was okay, really there we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. I should, close to that. should play one. There we go. What's that? Um, another one I'm excited for that probably Mike will be the only one that doesn't give me a blank stare is Earth Defense Force 5. I know it's already released, but I haven't played it. So for me, it's a 2019 game, man. And it's Earth Defense. Mm. It's a tough ask. It's a tough ask, but it, it could be good. It could be good. Uh, I've heard that finally with the PS4 about it's not as graphically terrible on your system as it could well be <laughs> oh oh yeah yeah it, it is a they're they're terrible 90 percent broken games but i i love them man mm. i think i think if you 
you you might tempt me into trying this one. I'll let you know when I buy it. We'll we'll see how it goes. Okay. okay. Is anyone excited for Streets of Rage Four? Because I am. Oh, I definitely am. I definitely am. I I am. I like the old games. I didn't like free as much, but I've heard in the in the meantime that maybe I should have been playing the Japanese version of that. And yeah, yeah, I I can't wait for it. I like the look of it. I think it does look like a a more budget game, but you know, budget games. I I can do those too. Uh, yeah, hyped, hyped. The only the only worry is maybe it's not going to have Yuzo Koshiro's music. Oh darn! Uh, well, hang on though, but the. Well, the the guys that made this it's game not, are the same necessarily... guys that did Wonder Boy, and they they did such a good get job of Wonder Boy that I've got full faith in them to to do this. So, had I seen this and not associated it with the same developer, I probably would be in the same boat. But I'm I'm quite confident these guys are going to nail it. And I will take that confidence and, and make my purchase. Come <laughs> release. Please don't right. come back at me if it's Craig. <laughs> yes, Luke and Mike. They want to get all fancy and just have a little, little talk between them. What do you think about Cuphead DLC, dog? Oh, you in I'm, it, I, I'm, I'm actually rather excited about that. Although, annoyingly, it's called the Delicious Last Course, but it's the first DLC of probably more DLC. So I don't know whether I it's going to I really be hope more DLC. Dessert-themed bosses. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hoping for a teapot, that kind of thing. I, um, yeah, I, I'm excited about it. It's, again, something I'll probably I'll pick up if there's a gap in what I'm playing, but... Uh, looking at my pile of shame and my digital folder of shame it's going to be a while man it's going to be a while before I uh, get for me that's going to take priority yeah I like th- I thought it might. really going to take yeah uh d- does anybody care about pikmin world i like pikmin i like the one on the gamecube i've not played one since but i am i wouldn't mind going back into it and seeing if it's if it's got better i bought all three day ones and I have yet to play them for more than 15 minutes apiece. <laughs> There's that? something about it that I really like, like the aesthetics and just the way it controls or just the little Pikmin themselves. I don't know. But whatever it is, it's got a direct link to my brain and I'm probably going to buy this and never play it. Oh, I've, I've completed the trilogy of console, of, of you know, oh, home console man. releases. And uh, I think free was the point where I felt a bit burnt out and I thought, I could probably do without another Pitman for a for a good while. But um What was it about three out of curiosity? I don't know. It was just it looked beautiful as a Wii U game. It was it was It did look very, good. very yeah, glorious looking, but but I, you know, they've not changed much. They've really not changed much. If if Pikmin ran parallel to something like Super Monkey Ball, I think Super Monkey Ball has been for its brief life moving quite fast, especially, you know, from one to two, etc. But but there's there's very very little changing between Pikmin one to two to three. Uh, I I don't know anything much about the is it Hey Pikmin the the 3ds release. Uh yeah yeah it's something like that. It's like Hey Pikmin or Let's Go Pikmin or something like that. Yeah. Mm, but but I, I think if Pikmin four stays along the same line. Um, Who do I talk to to oh, trade Pikmin for Super Monkey Ball? <laughs> 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 because I would, <laughs> but on, on the same on the same format over on the the Switch Switchland, we have a pretty much the only game I'm, I'm mega excited for this year, which will be a Fire Emblem the yes. well, Three Houses. I keep thinking there's a a the in there. There is not, strangely enough. Oh, but um, this is gonna be this could be meaty, Mike. This 
this looks like it, to to be blunt i think this looks like the most boring fire emblem i've seen in a good while i think the the battles look amazing visually it looks it looks very pleasing i like the whole idea of the you know the little walk around thing which was sort of shown off a bit in uh, fire emblem echoes but you know I, it doesn't it doesn't grip me as much as i want but i know it's a it's a mainstay for the the switch because you know disgaea on a psp psp or vita don't you that's, that's dare. the way to live don't you dare <laughs> compare those two come man. on no, no, okay, well, my number one problem with this, I think I've explained this to Craig, is Fire Emblem Battles are not a strategy game. This is the lowest rung of a strategy game. It's a puzzle. Because Fire Emblem pulls so many cheap tricks and gotcha moments that you don't really strategize like you do with a Disgaea or any of those NIS games. It's just, okay, let me play the battle halfway through. Oh, okay, I know the Pegasus come in from the right. Okay, I'll make sure I have guys over there next time. It's not really a strategy game, and that really turns me off of Fire Emblem. It's not, but I think it's, I think you still get satisfaction from winning a battle in that game. And you definitely... You See, know, I don't you, think it's as good as Shining Force, even. It probably isn't, but... it. You know, it's... No, no, you can like a, it if you want, life. Matt. I'm just, just saying... <laughs> Make um make no, 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 with you. I'm not. I'm not getting heated about this. I'm not getting triggered or something. I'm <laughs> I know I'll be buying it because Kelsey's finished every Fire Emblem game ever. Mm. No, it's, a, it's a very very food like game. Something that I'll, I want to want to sit with and just play for a bit. You know, just pass the time. Not expect anything. Well, you even busted through that iOS one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've absolutely beasted it. I'm sure it's caught up in the updates have put me miles back from from where it is now but um no I, I totally enjoyed that at the time despite it's relatively garish looking art style that was sort of like fear, fear driven pumped into your phone i have zero interest in this i think i burnt myself out with fire emblem the games are too similar i think mm. i've played three of them now and they're just they're too long they're too similar it's meh all right well uh since craig's gone for the moment let's um go to something else nobody else cares about uh dead or life six Oh, this this was on my possible honourable mention too. Oh, good man! Strangely enough, I I can't wait. I can't I can't wait to see what they do. Um, yeah, they're changing you know, it what, as much what as they're do saying. we know about it so far? Uh, I've not seen anything on it. I'm pretty much blank slate on this. From what All I've I know seen, is that it exists. They have toned down the lady bits for sure. Like it's not Ooh, so much I, because <laughs> the, I guess the guy said they were they were getting worried that it would just become a cheesecake game and not be treated as a fighting game, which mm. uh, I think Dead or Alive is definitely on the lower tier of most fighting games. Is it? Is it? Is it Itagaki? Is that his yeah, name? Itagaki. Yeah, it's Itagaki. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not he's charged not anymore. He's been around for a good while, has he? No, no, he's he's gone off, made Valhalla and and Devil's Third. <laughs> But, but um, yeah, just it, the, all the stuff yeah. they're saying they're going to change and, and from – I mean like I thought last round was an okay, fun, mess around fighting game. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping they bring it back up to at least virtual fighter level because, you know, virtual fighters counted down there too on that lower tier. Kind of. Yeah, so virtual – I think there's potential with it definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very curious. As long as it doesn't eat itself with the DLC machine. Uh, that's tough because Koei, man, okay. they love their DLC. 
Notice also mm. how Dynasty Warriors game is not on my list, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think I finally might have hit my breaking point with those gents. Well, I think it's time for me to clear off two two rubbish ones just to get them off All right. off the list, which are, you know, Ori and the World West. I reckon that will be a great game. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone else will be else will be that interested, but it, it is it is a solid solid. Well, the first game was an absolutely solid title, and I'm I'm hopeful, very hopeful about it. Besides, more, one more reason to have an Xbox One, but. Uh, other than that, it's it's just Titanfall free. I cannot wait for that to appear. And apart from Grim, I can't see anyone else being that excited. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll see what that brings. But uh, you know, Respawn being busy, I think they're going to have two titles out this year. But Titanfall free is definitely the one I'm looking forward to. I look forward to hearing about it because I I don't know if I'll pick it up. To be honest with you, I like mm. the second one. Uh, surprisingly, liked it a lot more than I thought it was going to. So I am interested in seeing what like. Uh, there's another first-person shooter that's coming that I think you should buy first, and that's Metro. The new mm. Metro, man, I am insanely excited for that. Because when I played, was it, um, what was the first one? Metro Redux. Yeah, well, yeah, Metro it was Last 20... Light and 20, not 2077, that's Cyberpunk, which we will talk about. <laughs> 20, 2046? Is yeah, it, it's, a good it's, guess? One, yeah, it's, it's 2077? 1408 there um yeah i I absolutely loved the metro series like that kind of gave me a resurgence when it came to first person shooters and i'm really Hmm. curious to see what they do craig luke do you guys think it looks promising oh yeah anything on metro or anything in general yeah no anything on metro nothing on metro i played metro 2077 um (laughs) but i just kind of chalked it up to another generic Shooter. It was in the same kind of time as I was playing. What's the one that ends on the bridge and it's the Russians invading the US? Oh, Homefront. Not modern warfare. Homefront. Oh, Homefront. Okay. I lumped it in with that kind of um, popcorn game that you just sit down and shoot through and it vaguely works type thing. Uh, I'd okay. I've never really given it a second thought, although I will now that you've kind of bigged it up um, slightly. They're incredibly depressing. Like, really <laughs> depressing games. I might not, then. I mind. <laughs> <laughs> the, the demos from uh, E3 look really cool. But, again, it's one of these games just not had the time to pick up. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things, though, so I am interested. It looks very survival horror-ish-esque. Yeah, yeah. I mean, survival horror as in, like, monsters, but not, like, a survival horror game. Like, you have to worry about, you know, how much of your air filters left and how many bullets you have. But it it doesn't ever play itself to be scary, to me, anyway. Yeah. I, I've only got Death Stranding on my list as I hinted at 2019, because Kojima tweeted some sort of thing about the year of the whale, and there's whales in the trailers, and, you know, it's not, it's actually the year of the rat or the dragon or something. There is no year of the whale, um, as it turns out, but... It's the, it's the year of... Free-to-play mobile games. Uh, yeah, then. it must be the year oh, of free-to-play yeah. mobile games. Which, speaking of Fire Emblem and the other one, Animal Crossing, I only played for like 15, 20 minutes, Ooh. and I just couldn't I couldn't do it. I don't know what it was about both of them. I was just like, oh, that's a bit disappointing. Anyway, um, <laughs> Death Stranding. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Death Stranding. As you know, I'm on the hype train. But I don't 
I don't hold any hopes that it's going to come out this year, to be honest. I put it in the list as kind of like a bonus. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it's probably going to be like some sort of PS5 launch game in 2020 would be my best bet. Um, There's not a lot to say about it. I'm really interested in some of the gameplay aspects of it, some of the things people have gleamed off of videos and some of the things that have been half confirmed, like the baby the baby capsule being a clone of you so that when you die, when you're touched by one of these enemies, it actually just shoots you into the future. So you die and your clone grows up and then you need to go and refind your pack and re- pick up all your stuff. And I'm, I'm finding that kind of the sound of it and the theory behind it really interesting. Plus it looks cool as anything. Plus you get to see Norman Reedus's butt. I'm all over everything. Yes! <laughs> you know, um, but it's going to be bunker nuts. You know it's going to be bunker nuts. It's going to be like the last yeah. quarter of Metal Gear Solid Five, bunker nuts. I didn't understand a thing that was going on, but I loved every minute of it type stuff. Very excited. Now, I don't, I don't expect Dave to get this reference at all, but have you or Luke ever heard of a TV show called Peak Practice? No, I've heard of Peaky Blinders. <laughs> okay, that, that's no help. Well, as far as... <laughs> as far as my memory goes, I think Peak Practice was some sort of rubbish TV show about people basically in like the the Lake District and stuff like that being doctors or something. And a GP surgery. Like I think it's possibly, but it was, it was a poor man's cliffhanger for UK audience, I think. I never watched enough of it to get figure out exactly what it was. But, but this game, it, it just looks like some sort of mess of like, what's all that about? Just carrying briefcases and things and walking across just isolated places across hills, sort of like mm-hmm. going, oh, there might be a sheep over this one. And I don't I don't fully get what's going on, but it, it just seems intriguing at the same time. The, uh, the, the working theory at the moment is that your player character is a delivery person because the rain mm. is acid rain or some sort of rain that melts your skin, so you can't go outside. So the world is very indoors. And it's only the bravest of the brave or the poorest of the poor that become outdoor workmen or women and you're a delivery man. So your baby capsule is your clone. It's your insurance, your life insurance, essentially. And as you traverse the planes making deliveries, one of the baddies gets you. It shoots you into the future. You die. Your clone grows up. And then you need to go and find your stuff and make the delivery. (laughs) That kind of thing. Sounds. That sounds. No, this is. All right. This is. This is probably a bit too much for the podcast. But <laughs> all right. You know what? You guys are going to look really stupid when it turns out eighty percent of it is a match three game. Yeah. Can I? All like, right. can I change the subject right. onto a game I'm actually excited about? Like, more more excited about sort of. Aha. Uh-huh. It's that. Um, is it the Dark Picture Anthology? The supermassive game. And it's the yeah. trailer for it looks fantastic. So, or the, the story behind it. So it's done till dawn, people. You know what you're kind of getting to expect. And you're the first game in this anthology as you're there's four USA people, Americans, on a boat. There you go. And they get they're on this <laughs> on this cruise people. and they get lost and then they come across a ghost filled World War Two horror ship. And you've got to kind of escape from that. 
and it really, 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 I loved Until Dawn until it got a wee bit too ghosty. Yeah, weird. it got a bit it weird. It kind of pulled a village, oh, didn't it? It did. But the thing about Until Dawn was the original launch trailer for Until Dawn, the first trailer, it pulled some sort of bait and switch. So the trailer showed that it was going to be one of the... Remember Saw, Hostel, all of those yeah. porn, rape, torture porn, torture porn things? That's what everyone thought Until Dawn was going to be until you get halfway through and you realise it's a stick man made of pepperamis. And it's like... Um, yeah. <laughs> or, what was it? What was the name of the thing? The, the Wicker Man? Oh, the Wendigo? The Wendigo, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't like it when it got to that point. That's my only concern no. about this game is this ghost well, wait, ship. When you say yeah. anthology, is it going to be like an anthology yeah. where it's separate stories? It's separate stories, so it's the same Ooh. thing. It's separate stories, and this is just the first one, so it's already... I think I think because that's new. That's like it's something nobody's ever done, and something I've always been curious in is like gaming short story collection. It's exciting. That's it's a cool exciting. idea. Yeah, it is. The way Until Dawn plays is just right up our alley. It's one of the games that Laura and I will sit down and play, and I, I'm honestly we make the stupid that everyone dies, you know, and then I go and replay it, and everyone survives type thing. <laughs> um, I'm very excited about it. Another series that I have all the games in the series and never finished a single one because Kingdom Hearts. Anybody excited for Kingdom Hearts 3? I've got the 1.5, 2.5, whatever it is, 2.8 collection to play through to play Kingdom Hearts 3. And then I was at the cinema at the weekend with the kids and we saw the trailer for 3 and Amelie was like, are we going to get that? And I'm kind of now at the point where I'm thinking, do you know what? I might just, just start jump in, yeah. You know, you know, because I'm not sure it's going to need the the playing the rest of them. It looks absolutely fantastic. Oh, it looks amazing. Some of the wee, yeah, yeah it, um, it it really just does. There's not a lot to say about it. Just that clash of different universes. Yeah, and don't it don't pay attention to the story, Craig. Conscript. If it doesn't, because the <laughs> story is so dumb. Don't it play an RPG so dumb. story. <laughs> well, you don't. I mean, not Kingdom yeah, Hearts anyway. Yeah, I, it's I know really you dumb. I know what you mean. Two I want to shoot off and I got one left. Um, just because I've been on a CPRG, CRPG phase with like, you know, uh, Torment and Divinity 1 and 2 and Pillars. Uh, Pillars of, Ex- of Eternity 2 I'm excited for because I wasn't a huge fan of the first, but I'm, I, I think they could change it and make it really good. Yeah. And yeah. Hmm. Uh, the same goes for Path of Exile. It's going to be another CRPG that's going to be hitting. Wasteland 3 is also coming, but Wasteland 2 kind of made me go bleh. Okay. So, yeah, all three um, of those I, I have an eye on. Um, I probably won't play all three, maybe just the best of. But um, yeah, good shout, Steve. And anybody else have any other ones before we hit the big one? Um, no one's mentioned that Ghost of Shushi. Tsushima, have they? Unless I missed that. Uh, yeah, it, it's Tsushima. Uh, well, we were talking about it beforehand, it before but yeah, I, I don't have a lot of faith in Sucker Punch. Yeah. But I'm going to be picking it up. Um, And Doom Eternal hmm. is supposed to be mad. Now, what is Doom thing. Eternal? It's just the next Doom. It's following on from Doom Doom. It, it's, as in it's an honest to God new Doom. Sequel? Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's- Doom Two. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna. I'm. Sorry, I must have misunderstood. Maybe I got confused with Doom VFR in my brain. 
No, it's a fully fledged new Doom. Doom 2. Oh, totally. Because Doom 2016 was like bonkers good, Yeah, man. it was. It was very good. And um, Doom, the VR one, is very good as well, just to throw that in there. Now, see, all I did was see a trailer, and that looked really awkward. The, there's many ways to control it. You can free run about, but the method I used Oh, you was, can free run? Yeah, oh, you okay. can free run with the thumbstick on the, the aim controller. I didn't do that because it was making me feel squeamish, but the way they've done it, you can do that throw yourself. There's a button to turn Yeah, that's what's me. weird to me. I, it works. It works surprisingly it? well. Okay. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077. I am ridiculously excited for this. The Witcher 3 guys could could say they're remaking Putty Squad, and I would be ridiculously excited for it. I am totally not excited in this about this. I, I just don't think it's going to live up to the hype. I, I think they're... I, I don't know. There's something about it. I just think it's it's either going to have loads of stuff and be very not very detailed or it's going to be too ambitious. It, it, it doesn't feel like this is a game that can be made. But hopefully this, that's just me. This is the people that made The Witcher 3. They know what they're doing. That I have <laughs> that's every, a good point. I have every faith. <laughs> but, but The Witcher 3 whilst one of the best games of recent did have some flaws as in the combat wasn't very developed they're now moving into shooting mechanics and when every every time i've seen it i've just thought there's too much for these guys to build around this game like it's beyond a it's beyond a um who's the guys that make it red dead and grand theft Auto. it's beyond a rockstar rockstar yeah well thank god yeah, well, no, I, I get you, but it feels like they've bitten off more than they can, than they can chew. But here, I'm I'm totally hoping they they can prove me wrong. Yeah, no, no, I get you, but I mean, I remember that at the beginning, Witcher Three felt that way too. Of like, wait, you can yeah. do this and this and this. Yeah. If I had to pick one developer to make it, it would be them. I mean, I used to think you know Blizzard was one of the best, and they've kind of faltered over the last six months or so. Yeah. But th- this is the only hands that I would put a Cyberpunk 2077 in. Yeah, yeah. I- I'd agree with that. So, guys, as you can see, we're all very, very excited for 2019. We've given you a good blurb of games there that hopefully you've heard of some of them and maybe you haven't and you'll check them out. Uh, we are the Bit Effect, as said. You can get a hold of us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just search at the Bit Effect. If you'd like to email us at it's thebiteffect.gmail.com and if you'd like to suggest a game for us to play be it Retro Rewind or the Bit Effect series you can do so at our website which is thebiteffect.com Cool. Anything else I need to say before we go? No, I think that's No, it. other than if you want to suggest a game yeah. use the contact form or just to say hi mm-hmm. you can use the contact form on the website. That's about it. Cool. Yeah. Alright guys, well, that's enough from us. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye.